Lady Charmaine, are you sure this shadow work is light work? It looks questionable to me. It's fine, McZuffy. But what about toxic light work? Ugh, just grab a warm beverage and settle in. In scene, just misfits. Hello, beautiful misfits. Are you fed up with the good vibes only crowd? People telling you where to go and how to be present? Afraid to make your own choices and free to be you? Feeling just trapped? Us too. Join us as we turn the light out on spirituality and get comfortable with the shadows right now with Misfit Mondays. Hello, beautiful people. Mick Zeffi here. Pronouns are any and no. And with me, as always, is the incomparable Lady Charmaine. Pronouns she, hers. So now that the sun has gone away, it's raining more than ever. Know that we'll still have each other, but instead of living vicariously through the lives of all the pretty positive people, how do we cultivate radical self-acceptance? So today on this episode, let's reign in pain and inviting compassion and an attitude of deserving rather than shame and inadequacy. Because as RuPaul says, if you don't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Yeah. Because I think, you know, when we're talking about self-acceptance, I think the root of self-acceptance is actually self-love. It's radical self-love. And, you know, when we're, we've been talking about toxic positivity the last couple of weeks, um, and then last week we talked about resilience, and it's, you know, we're looking at all, we're just kind of doom scrolling through Instagram and we're seeing like all these posts saying, you know, if you follow me and my positivity, you'll be happy too, da, 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 da. And it's like, well, that's great. But where all, where's that shadow side of you? How do I know that this is actually accurate? How do I know that this is authentic? Um, and so we talked about that. And then we talked a little bit about resilience and how do you bounce back when you're going through some shit? Um, and so today let's, we're going to, you know, let's shift that focus again too, and really look at you know, self-acceptance, which honestly I think is is just radical self-love and how do we invite in that compassion? So Charmaine, kind of what are your thoughts about this? Uh, well, I personally have been sitting in some shit already this year in 2021, which in essence has been a learning process for me to really slow down, give in, surrender, um, recalibrate and, and participate in radical self-love and participate in, um, sitting with emotions that are uncomfortable and, um, things that are outside of my wheelhouse or things that I've kept outside of my wheelhouse. Let me say that, that I've worked really hard to keep outside of my wheelhouse because you don't want to feel the uncomfortable. Um, and really it's been glorious, but that's me today, 2021. And I can see that me today in 2021 even is so much more expansive than me 2020. Um and me 2019, like it's taken a lot of work, a lot of steps of healing and working on my emotions and my shadow and um, understanding my trauma to get to a point where I could even hold space for this uncomfortableness 
that I have found myself in. So I want people to know that it definitely, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes commitment and it takes, it might take some ugly crying. I did some ugly crying by myself, real ugly crying uh, earlier in the week. And that's okay. Like I just allowed my, gave myself time to come down to my office where I'm alone and ugly cry and journal and like write all the crap out that was really getting at me so that I could see it from a new perspective. Um, and so I want to say that in this process, we, we don't want to hold shame um, of ourselves or others for doing what they need to do to get through the process. Like I could have shamed myself and my emotions, but I chose to give myself space to have those emotions. Um, and you know, it really, it does. It starts within giving yourself grace to work through this stuff. I really fucking love all of this. There's a, um, so Tara Brock who writes radical self-acceptance, which where a lot of, cause I'm a grounded research nerd and I love to bring theory into practice all the fucking time. And cause it really helps us to really understand, you know, what are the ways that other people do it? How, and what are the ways that other people do it? So that way I can practice it for myself. And Tara Brock, who has this great book called radical self-acceptance. I think it's living your life through or embracing your life through a, a Buddhist heart. I can't remember the exact subtitle of it, but she does a lot of things, um, does a lot of research, a lot of talks, a lot of conversations on radical self-acceptance. And one of the ones that she says is feeling compassion for ourselves in no way releases us from responsibility for our actions. Rather, it releases us from the self-hatred that prevents us from responding to our life with clarity and balance. And Charmaine, what I really love about what you're talking about for yourself is that you were really feeling into this compassion um, and really like trying to say, you know what? I'm still responsible for my actions, but where can I, where can I let the light out? It's not letting the light in, it's letting the light out because I think that we're all divine beings who carry that light within us. And sometimes we just get it, we just get it covered by the shadow. So how can we move through that shadow in order to bring that light out? Um, and so that we can respond to life with clarity and balance. And, you know, and a lot of what you were talking about, this surrendering, this slowing down, this recalibrating, and I'm going to challenge you a little bit because I think you, you said participate in life. I would, I would hazard, you know, co-create in life. Instead of participating in your life, how do you co-create with your life? How do you co-create with creatrix or divine or the divine creator or, you know, central casting or whatever the fuck you call your, you know, your source of all knowing and wisdomness? How do you co-create? And what I really love about this four-step process that you have, again, surrendering, slow down, recalibrating and co-creation, it's all about being present. It's checking in and engaging in mindfulness practices. Um so, you know, I, I, you know, I want this episode to kind of be a little shorter because we, we tend to go really long sometimes. So I really want to move us into a space where what are some practical tips and strategies? Um, while you were thinking, going through this process of yours, are there some steps or some things that you did in order to make sure that you could be present and that you could do this surrendering, this slowing down, this recalibrating, this co-creation um, to be present in your life? Can you share a little bit of those strategies? And I'll just kind of fill in with things that you had too. Well, I think one of the things, and I know it's something that we've talked about before is, you know, with the work that we've done is kind of real, you know, falling into the realization that time is a construct <laughs> and that time, the timelines that we set for ourselves sometimes are just ridiculous. Um, and the universe has its own divine timing and things are going to 
work as they are supposed to in its own time. And I think we get so wrapped up in the should of our life that we don't, you know, we don't sit into the breath of the now. And that is a big thing for me because I I lived a lot of my life with the, oh, I should be doing this. Uh, you know, and I'm going to take this from my perspective as a mom, like I should be spending more time with my kids, but I'm exhausted. And then there's like this mom guilt of like, well, if I go take a nap, that's taking away from the time that my kids get to spend with me. And like, we get ourselves in these cycles, right? And it doesn't even have to be about being a mom. You know, I am in community organizations and I'm like, I should be spending time doing this to get this project going forward. Um, and then my body is like, bitch, you've worked 60 hours this week. Go lay down, like stop. Um, or go do something for yourself that isn't sitting in front of the computer doing research and writing papers. Right. Um, get outside, go earth, go do something that fills up my cup and fills up my soul. But we have this, I should, and this, I should is, um, seat belted right there. You know, it's like belt buckled to guilt and shame because if you don't do what you should do then you have this innate guilt and shame that we hold on to and so it was really about letting that go and the last couple of weeks I've done a lot of sleeping and I don't care I've gone to bed at 6 30 at night in the last couple of weeks because my body needed it my mind needed it. I needed to rest. I needed to get centered. I'm not doing any good for anyone, including myself, being overly exhausted and like just emotional. Uh, but when I get a good night's sleep and I wake up and I feel energized, um, the next day might be a little hard again, but I've got the energy at least to get through it, right? And the energy to be clear on that. So it's really about listening to what you need. And everybody needs something different. I needed sleep. I one day went and got a burger. I needed protein. Like I just wanted soul food. There's, you know, soul food is a real thing. And um, I'm a bigger girl and I don't care. There's going to be days where I eat food that is not healthy for me because it is soul food and it makes me feel good. And that's what I want. But there's the balance. Am I doing it Every single day, or am I doing it this one time? Because that's really what I feel in my soul that day. Um, and not having guilt or shame around eating or taking a nap or taking a long hot shower because you need to, or taking a half hour away from your kids to walk the dog, uh, just so you don't have to listen to anyone in your house. Uh, you have to give yourself permission. And it's the hardest thing to do, but it's until you just lay it down and say, I am human. I forgive myself for the guilt and shame that I feel, but I give myself permission to love and take care of myself. You have like, you have to do it. So I love this so much. And I I really want to honor you for, you know, asking yourself, what do you need? Because I think what really what you're doing when you're asking, what do I need is you're saying, what is my self-care? And there's so many tiny little steps in here that you were talking about in this process of self-care that I was, 
you know, from what I'm hearing from you, you know, in this process of self-care was you're one rewiring your, your, your self-trash talk. And you were like, you know, instead of moving into the shame spiral, how can I do some action oriented steps in order to say, you know what, I'm not chaotic or I'm not worthless or I'm not deserving. You were like, you know what, maybe right now this is what I'm feeling, but, and also this is not the truth. So it's really like taking a moment to like rewire that, that, that self trash talk. So I, I love that. You know, I love that this, there's this overarching umbrella, haha, just a precursor for next week. Um, <laughs> there's this, uh, this is an overarching umbrella of self-care and then underneath it you have this thing about rewiring trash talk there's something else too you were committing so you're really committing and it was like it's not a half-ass kind of thing for you you were like hmm i need to decide i need to decide to lovingly see the fullness of yourself and reflect back all that you are and i love so there's that piece and then the other piece too i saw that these are also baby steps and so you were it wasn't really that you were necessarily loving yourself maybe you were loving yourself by moving into friendliness first and being really friendly with yourself and I really want to give you kudos for recognizing that and really like saying, oh, you know what? Maybe I can't love myself right now, but I can be friendly right. with myself. Um, and then it, there's that process of like you fucked up and you said, you know what? That's OK. I made a mistake. I'm OK with this. Mistakes happen. Oopsie poopsie. And you move the fuck on. So it, there was a big thing of like the self-care. And underneath that was making a commitment to choose differently and choose better. Um, there was baby steps. And then there was rewiring um, trash self-talk underneath this. So it was that one. I would also hazard too that you know another strategy one they also want the other one too is also consistency so there's that fourth one of consistency too mm -hmm. um of where you were consistently showing up for yourself in a different way and i would also hazard that maybe there is another one we could add here for affirmations you know could you like one say affirmations to yourself like i am brilliant i am bold i am beautiful i am deserving i am wealthy i am healthy i am rich i am that bitch <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, you know, affirmations played a part of it for sure for me. Um, and right now, so I've been dealing with some financial stuff and it was reminding myself that nothing that I had done had put me in this situation. I wasn't just because of what was going on. I hadn't failed. Uh, I wasn't unworthy. I hadn't, um, I had to keep reminding myself that it was going to work out and that um, I wasn't shaming my family or harming my family in, in this financial situation that was a big hiccup for the entire month of February. Um, but it was a lot because in the past, I've put a lot of my worth into productivity and what I bring in and being the breadwinner and um and and being a mom and being a community leader and doing all the things all the things all the time and, <laughs> and at some point you just have to be like it's okay it's okay to not do any of those things at a hundred percent for a while and just get yourself back to a hundred percent Beautiful. So what I'm really hearing from this is like self-love and radical self-acceptance is really um, honoring yourself, not for what you do, but because of who you are and really like loving yourself and choosing to say that, Hey, I'm deserving, not because of what I do, but what I, what, but who I am. And then doing that um, by surrendering to the situation, slowing down, recalibrating and co-creating your life and the ways that you can do all those and really usher in and invite in that self-compassion is by prioritizing your needs 
taking baby steps and one day at a time, really committing to the process, um, rewiring yourself trash talk so that way you're not always saying, you know what, I, I'm, I'm stupid or I'm ugly or whatever, because I am is really the most powerful statement in existence because anything that comes after I am automatically you're creating that in reality, um, showing up with consistency and then really just doing some affirmations and realizing that you're worth it. Mm-hmm. Those are big and remembering ways. that and just remembering that like that it is like your worth is not based on anything else. You're, you know, this situation really reminded me of past situations, trauma situations that I had had to work through. And so it was um, one of those things where, you know, you start to feel into these old patterns, right? I'm like, oh, I remember the last time I was in a situation like this. And then you can let yourself go down that rabbit hole of like, this is just like last time and this is going to happen and that's going to happen and all the bad shit comes up and all the shame and the blame. And, you know, I can't believe I let myself get here again and that all this stuff. Or you can be like, okay, well, last time it worked out. How did it work out? What did I do? What did I do? What did I learn from that? How can I be different? What I did differently this time is that I didn't put on my tight triple A hat who has a plan from A to Z and beyond to, and I quote, make it work. In the past, I got so wrapped up in that I need to do this to make it work that I completely stressed myself out and made the entire situation worse. Like it felt so much worse. This time I said, okay, this is happening. I don't like it, but I'm not rushing into any decisions. I'm not making any plans. I'm going to keep on my path, doing my thing. And the big clincher, I'm going to choose my joy. What brings me joy? That's what I started doing. I just kept choosing me. And um, while it was hard and there were days of ugly crying because I'm like, oh, my God, it's never going to change. <gasps> well, I let it out and and I just kept moving on, you know, and doing what I needed to do. And my family's fine. Nobody, you know, nothing detrimental happened. My kids got by because I chose to take a nap. They're fine. My animals are fine. My husband is fine. Uh, it all it all worked out. It sucked at points, but it all worked out. So I don't know if we have much else to talk about these th- tips, strategies, and things um, at all. I feel like it really comes down to choice. Are you choosing to love yourself with the fullness of who you are in this moment right here, right now? Um, without judgment and with, and, you know, and without fear. Um, so beautiful people, I hope that you choose fear today, tomorrow, um, and forever, not forever. And probably in the past too. choose, choose love. Even when you look back into the past and at those mistakes, you look uh, at those mistakes that you may have made in the past, choose love. And yes, I know it sounds fluffy and all kinds of bullshit, but it's not um, because I feel that if we were to choose love more often, we can find a, a sense of ease or sukha, which is in Sanskrit, um, and really find this, not even find, but cultivate this sense of belonging to ourselves. Um, so I hope that this week 
that you have taken this message and you are choosing love and you're choosing love not only for yourself, but you're choosing love for other people and really just learning how to show up in a spirit of love. And I think that is where this practice of cultivating radical self-acceptance slash radical self-love comes from is just by choosing, making the choice to show up in love. So that's all I got. Is that all you got? Beautiful. So thank you, beautiful people, for showing up with us on Misfit Mondays this week. I so appreciate you. And you can catch us here next week um, where we'll be talking about, um, what is the title of this episode? Oh, Under My Umbrella. And you can catch us um, on Instagram at Misfit Mondays. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to um DM us there or send us an email at notyourgurusnamaste at gmail.com. Sending you all the love and vibes that we can, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Thanks.